Welcome to the Ether. Today is Friday, July 22nd, 2022. Today on the Ether, the Bytes Digital Group and Orbital Command hosts the Metrics DAO AMA about data curation and Terra 2. Make sure to check out their temp check post on Agora. The link is in the show notes. Let's take a listen. Howdy, folks. Thank you so much for joining. Gonna let people come in here and get the uh, guests up in here into the Twitter space. Okay, I've sent over the link to our uh, our friends over at uh, Orbital Command. They'll be joining us as well. Inspiration for this week's Twitter space, uh, Bytes Digital usually does a happy hour where we kind of cover everything that's going on in Terra um, and or just in general, all of crypto. Uh, but lately, there's been some more hustle and bustle with Terra V2 with a recent prop that the Metrics DAO has pushed. Uh, specifically trying to get, uh, or hasn't gone live just yet, so I misspoke there. Um, but it is a, a prop that will be coming live in this coming week, and it's going to be focusing on bringing data onto the Terra V2 chain. Um, and I am a huge, major fan of data curation and just being able to access all the different types of analyses. Um, and I'm excited to be able to have uh, Metrics DAO joining us for the conversation this week to kind of just chat about their proposal, see what's going on, um, and I'm glad to finally have. Um, is this is this Edwin? Edwin from Orbital Command team. I sent you an invite to co-host. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm right here with you guys. Thank you for joining, sir. How you doing? Doing great, man. I'm definitely excited to hear more about Metrics DAO. I've been in their Discord for a long time since they started, actually, but. I uh, got a little bit away and got into the NFT scene, so I forgot, uh, you know, that I wanted to learn data uh, analytics. Uh, so I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm excited to just uh, learn more, and hopefully the community comes up and asks questions as well. We would love to support what you guys are doing, and you know, give people the opportunity to to learn data analytics, to explore the blockchain, and you know, I think transparency is very important in this space. So I like what you guys are doing. Absolutely. And I want to just give this chance to the uh, Metrics DAO team. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, it seems like we've got uh, the official Metrics DAO account, and then we also have Danner.eth. Thank you guys so much for joining. Uh, feel free to introduce yourselves. Sure thing. I'm joining from the official Metrics DAO Twitter account. My name is Meg, and on the forums and Discord, I go by CatJam. Um, super psyched about uh, the proposal that we've been cooking up for the past little while here and psyched to talk about it today. Yeah, super, super excited to chat about this. Um, talk a little bit about what we're doing and answer any questions. Um, my name is Drake. I also work in Metrics DAO um, and I uh, work with a lot of different operational groups just to make sure that they're getting access to the right resources and that things are moving forward. Um, and I also see Asui here in the audience. Dewey is our project manager on curation, so it uh, might be cool to get him up on stage at some point. 
Sounds good. I just shot over a request to speak uh, to Sui. Um, thank you. Thank you so much for joining. Um, I want to just kick off with what is Metrics DAO? Um, I know that a lot of people aren't familiar with the uh, basically the conglomeration you guys have formed in terms of being an analytical firm. Uh, and it's very new age. And I'm excited to be able to just kind of dig a little bit deeper. But yeah, who are you guys? What do you guys do? Um, what have you been doing in other blockchains? Yeah, um, we are a DAO that's by analysts and for analysts. Um, and so two main things that we do, one of which we are um, hopefully excited to work with Terra on, um, which is data curation. Um, so we scrape raw blockchain data and our team of awesome data scientists and analysts led by Asui um, turns that raw blockchain data into curated Snowflake tables, which can be accessed in the public Snowflake app um, or through any uh, data provider that allows for basically community curated data like Flipside Crypto. Um, in the past, our team has curated data for Harmony and Near. Um, so our data actually powers the Harmony Block Explorer. Um, and we've done a bunch of data curation that basically was a zero to one concept for Near as well. Um, and had a lot of success, built a great um, community around data curation. The second thing that we do is um, analytics bounty program. So we have a three steps analytics program, uh, starting with community brainstorming, where the community submits topics that they're interested in learning more about, um, followed by analytics, where those questions are turned into bounties that are submitted back for review, um, followed by the third step peer review, um, vetted, experienced analysts take a look at all of the bounties that are submitted and verify that they are correct and legit. No spam. So that's my spiel. <laughs> Thank you so much for giving that. Um, I know you guys have had involvement with different blockchains, specifically with Harmony. Um, what kind of insights do you expect there being uh, like to help, I guess, average investors kind of guide through? I know that typically a high-level investor likes to see average transactional volume, um, but I guess my main question is: is uh, if this prop goes through, what can the end user for the Terra V2 uh, be be able to expect, and what would also a protocol be able to use and tap into here? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, so I think important to call out here that to be able to do those types of analysis and really get into what's going on on chain, that data needs to be made available. Um, and what this proposal is about is the work that's required to make that data available and to do this curation process. So um, as Kat Jam said, we need to you know, take the data off the nodes, run it through data pipelines. That's where Sui and his team um, are running you know, different DBT snowflake jobs to make sure that the data is flowing through to a final version that is queryable by end users. Um, once that data is ready to go, you do really anything, Joseph. Um, you can start to understand how many users are using the chain, what they're doing on the chain, which protocols are getting high volume. Um, but definitely want to be clear that uh, what we're proposing and looking to do for Terra here is to make that data available. I know back in the past, there was a, uh, a basically a data curation that was set up with, uh, with Flipside Crypto. 
Um, and, I've, and I've seen a little bit of confusion in the community that uh, a lot of people believe that this is a very similar implementation. Um, what, what's, what's key difference here from the Terra V2 uh, situation as opposed to what happened with uh, Flipside back in the Terra V1 days? Yeah, great topic. Um, so it, it does look a little bit familiar, Metrics DAO versus Flipside, because Metrics DAO was incubated by Flipside. Two of the eight Genesis Council members that formed the DAO were from Flipside. And Flipside contributed a lot of knowledge around how to run a successful analytics bounty process to help get Metrics DAO off the ground. Um, what we're doing for uh, Terra in this example is, again, really focused on data curation rather than bounties. Um, and so really looking to make the data available and then bounty programs could be run through Metrics DAO. We have a small kind of pilot budget set aside in the proposal to do that um, or through any other provider like Flipside. Okay, that's interesting. And I know, I know Edwin, I know Edwin, you, you actually reached out to me not too long ago about doing some NFT analysis. Um, I, I, I want to get thoughts on uh, what you can see, how this can like synergistically help the, the Terra ecosystem in terms of projects getting to be able to like rebuild from here. Um, because like, I feel like a lot of projects in Terra V2 are going to need this data to be curated because clearly it's, it's a technical barrier there. Um, just, just from your own experience, Edwin, what, how do you think that this is just basically going to help us, all of us be able to be more educated with the way we build? Yeah. So, um, I'll answer your question and then I have, have a question for the team here as well, but in, in Terra Classic, there was very little support or very little uh, development around data for NFTs, but we were starting to see different people in the community use uh, the flip side data uh, to, to create things. Uh, like I remember specifically Erect Wolf, the NFT project, for example, um, one of their founders was doing an uh, like NFT analysis on a spreadsheet and, and it was super valuable. Like we, we all used it because we were able to look at the floor prices and the changes percentages per week. Um, and it, it was very important for us, you know, but again, he did it on a spreadsheet. There was, there wasn't a place to go to where we can find that data. Uh, none of the marketplaces had that uh, data available either. Um, so, so just wanted to make that comment that we were still missing that kind of infrastructure uh, in Terra Classic. So I'm looking forward to seeing what the community members in Terra 2 do on NFT projects um, now that everything's starting, starting to ramp up um, here as well. Um, so th that was just to kind of answer your question, Joseph. But um, I did, uh, like you mentioned, reach out to you and... Uh, uh, you know, I, again, being involved with NFTs, I would love to be able to learn how to find that data on my own and then maybe share it with the community, right? That way they can also uh, do it on their own if they want to for their favorite projects. Uh, and so with that, uh, my question is in regard to, let's say, two different personalities, two different people. One would be myself. I'm, I'm new to data analytics. I, I, I know how to use the finder and how to enter the wallet addresses to look at transactions and understand how that works. But if I'm fairly new, is there a process that you have or, or is this uh, community fun? Will there be 
something developed for new people to to join metrics style or flip side crypto um and is there a pathway for us to learn how to do do how to your 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 software your data then the second question would be more for advanced uh data analytics people uh, like how will they be able to use um, your product Okay, so I'm going to take the newbie question because that's where I match up in terms of skill sets, and then I'll take the I'll let Drake handle the advanced one. Um, so on the newbie question, I'm actually so glad you asked because the timing for the Terra proposal is actually really perfect with some of the initiatives that we're running at MetricsDAO right now to onboard new crypto analysts. We are actually launching a six-week blockchain analytic basic um, that is going to teach people who are maybe Web2 analysts and are crossing over to Web3 for the first time, or people who are, you know, excited and skilled in Web3 but haven't broken the analytic barrier yet. Um, our goal is to train and onboard them into doing crypto analytics. Um, and becoming future drakes or maybe that's still aspirational for people like me. Um, so education anyway is a very core piece um, of our community and our programming at Metrics Dow. When we run these workshops, we um, try to educate people on a really wide range of topics too. So this includes the data that we curate going deep into some of these data sets like we would with Terra um, and across all analytics providers too. And so we are data provider neutral. Um, we educate on how to use Flipside. We educate on how to use Dune. We've run many workshops uh, with our friends at Footprint Analytics. Um, so really excited about the possibilities here of onboarding new analysts into the new Terra ecosystem. I'll toss it over to Drake to answer the expert question. Love the love the education push that we've had. It's been super amazing. Um, on, on the expert side, uh, once this data is available, you can use it to, uh, you know, be an analyst and, and do analytics and data science. That's some of the obvious stuff, right? You have access to a query editor. You can use SQL, access the data, pull the data down locally, run some models on it. Um, but some of the really exciting things are actually enabled more so through the API endpoints or uh, direct access in Snowflake or usage of, uh, say, an SDK from a data provider that's hosting the Terra data or making it accessible. Um, from that point, uh, application developers can start to use the data as a backend um, or do, you know, automation around post-query processing. So uh, as you, again, we're, what we're really looking to do here is build a foundational layer of value. And on top of that, the possibilities are truly endless. Awesome. Yeah, thank you guys for the answers there. And I am excited about the six-week thing that you have planned for newbies, I am definitely going to be looking out for that and join. <laughs> I uh, again, I find this fun. You know, I think one of my favorite parts about uh, blockchain technology is is the analytics, it's the numbers, it's uh, you know just uh, seeing where there are trends and seeing how I can use the data to my advantage wherever I can. Right? It, it's a market that we're creating here, and so there's always going to be winners and losers, and if I feel like I have a little bit of an edge because I educate myself. I'm looking at data. That's going to make me feel more confident about trying out different projects and, and looking at NFTs and which ones are pumping and which ones are dumping and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. So I look forward to learning more about the six-week program that you guys are going to develop. Sui, feel free to speak. Thank you for coming. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to add on to what Edwin mentioned earlier about um, the NFTs, because um, I think a key distinction that we're going to have for being a community curated um, table set for 2.0 is that, say, someone was really interested in NFT analytics and they found themselves like um, constantly using the same uh, table expressions, um, they could actually, you know, contribute by you know, um, making a table and then we can have it as part of like our data set. And this was something that like, you know, when it was on Terra Classic, um, it was Flipside who was managing it. So um, they would have to do it themselves, like somebody from Flipside, but with like metrics DAO, like anybody, um, if they wanted to, could make a table and, and contribute it. So I think it really kind of like shows like the power of, you know, just having a community curated like table set. So, yeah, For, uh, from a from like a project management perspective, how does the DAO work with that? Because it seems like it's 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 like almost an open sourcing of being able to have access to data, um, which is sick. That's awesome. Uh, but how does the organization uh, really manage that and like reach out to the different projects and develop that? Um, yeah. So in terms of like just the management side, we do have like a couple of people who are kind of really in charge of, um, you know, reviewing uh, PRs on, on our GitHub and kind of making sure that everything is like um, in place and everything looks good before, you know, we make a serious um, commit. Um, but we do like work with a bunch of people who, you know, maybe they're just starting out and they want to like tackle different projects. Um, they could, you know, come up to me or we have a, um, people from Flipside flip who is also experienced. Um, and in terms of different projects, you know, we like they could reach out to us uh, too. And like if maybe if the protocol wants to have some tables um, built out for that. Um, and currently it is like a pretty small like number of people who are like actively uh, contributing. Um, but we're looking as like we expand the team, um, we kind of can uh, increase like the responsibility for like various people. Yeah. I see that you have a Galactic Punks uh, profile picture. I'm curious, uh, were you a, were, were you a lunatic around uh, Luna Classic time? Uh, yeah, of course. Um, I still keep the profile picture, you know, kind of as a as a omen. But also, yeah, one that's also another reason why I'm pretty like excited about potential Terra 2.0 uh, partnership. Um, yep, I'm still keeping the the GP. <laughs> I want to I want to briefly touch on uh, the community's ability to like interact with the prop. And I know that there's a portion of the prop that's um, it's not fully a bounty system. I know that the original flip side uh, proposal that came into the ecosystem was strictly for like kind of a bounty system that flip side would, uh, would handle. Uh, but I do know that there is a slight portion of the budget that would go through. If anyone's uh, wondering what the amount or what's going on with the proposal, I do have it pinned to the top of the session. Uh, just scroll over one tweet and you'll be able to find it. Um, but the recent proposal is actually trying to only outline 250000 uh worth of United States dollars worth of Luna, I believe. Uh, but 100000 of that would be distributed through the community. Um, how, how do you guys plan on going through that? Or did I just completely misunderstand the, pro the proposal? <laughs> no worries. No, this is um, proposal land is always slightly confusing. Um, we have we've applied for um, $250,000 through the proposal. Of that, we've set aside $230,000 for data curation and $20,000 
to uh, a pilot of the bounty program, which is um, kind of similar to the flip side program that you were just referring to, Joseph. Um, when we look at how the grant will be spent and distributed, we wanted to call out the portion that will be paid out to the community through bounties or for their work um, doing curation all of the hard work that Isui just described. Um, and we anticipate that that'll be around $100,000 going directly into the hands of the community in Luna tokens. The remainder of the grant covers data infrastructure costs. Um, so that's things like Snowflake, AWS, node hosting. Um, we use a service called Hebo for data pipelining. Um, unfortunately, all those things add up to be quite expensive. Well, that's unfortunate, but I do think that uh, when it comes to in terms of a blockchain uh, proposal, this is a rather humble, humble sum to be requesting here. Um, and I I'm glad that you guys are requesting it this early into the roadmap of Terra V2. Um, I think it's going to be rather pivotal um, with projects being able to build from here. Um, what are the next steps from data uh, from your guys' perspective? If the proposal goes through, um, what happens very first thing and what's kind of the timeline that we're looking at here for um, people to start doing the bounty system and then for people to actually start interacting with the data? Yeah, I mean, the proposal goes through and we get a SUI on the line. Um, and um, we are looking at approximately a six to eight week initial period for curation where we start to be able to show some proof of life with the data, um, some core tables and initial metrics. Um, after that, we'll continue the process of refining kind of some specialty um what we call like higher level tables that make uh, querying easier for people like myself and Edwin, a little bit lower on the SQL scale. Um, and when that uh, process is complete, that's when we'd look to run our pilot of the bounty program. Excellent. Yeah, that sounds great. Um, I just want to take a little bit of uh, a different look here. If for some reason the grant proposal doesn't go through, um, what would be the next step for you guys there? Would you? So w one thing that you know we've noticed is that with the Agora proposals, there's very little engagement from the community, right? Like I'm looking at yours right now, and there's one comment, uh, and it was similar to the Hermes protocol that uh, went through last week. You know, and we had them on a Twitter space as well to share the reasoning behind their proposal. Um, you know, but but I'm I, I'm we're we're hoping that this goes through, but in the case that it doesn't go through, I'm just curious about where are you guys uh, in, in that thought process? Yeah, I mean, we're in town too, so we're very familiar with the, um, the highs and lows of governance. Um, so if the proposal doesn't go through, it really will depend on the, the feedback and our ability to understand why it didn't go through. If it's something that we feel like we're able to solve for by offering additional detail in the proposal, maybe changing um, the schedule a bit, things like that that are in our control. You know, we're really psyched about this and we'd love to like take that feedback in and reapply. I mean, I'd much rather get that feedback, you know, live before we proceed from temp, tech to, temp check to proposal. Um, but, you know, feedback in any form is welcome. Um, and we'd really love to adjust if we need to make this work. We're psyched about the possibility. One thing that I've noticed in the past as well, uh, like I remember in um, Terra Classic, we were 
helping out the TICS um, project as well when they asked um, for the community uh, for a grant. Um, like when it comes to, to the money part, right? Um, I do feel like adding as much detail as possible helps us understand where everything goes to, right? Like for example, today here, you've explained a lot of it will be for the infrastructure. Um, and, and so I think giving out those details of like how much that would cost will be helpful. So that, the, so that way the community, um, you know, it's not really questioning where all of the money is going to. And, and then another question that I have here is, um, will this grant, like once this is done, let's say it goes through, this will pretty much get everything set up so that we always have data to to mess with in Terra in the future, right? Like you guys are not going to be constantly asking for this kind of uh, grant proposal in the future. It may be for bounty help or something like that, but it's not going to be specifically for the purpose of um, this proposal. Oh, um, Edwin, two great prompts to talk about data infrastructure. Um, so your first comment on uh, putting some more detail on the spend in the proposal is fantastic. And I just want to call that out and say thank you. That's something that we can include when we go live. Um, and this is the kind of stuff that we love to hear. It just helps us submit a better proposal and be a, a good citizen. Um, on your second point, um, the... We have budgeted um, about $250,000 to cover a period of hopefully 9 to 12 months in terms of uh, data infrastructure and data warehousing costs. To keep the data live um, does cost us every single month. It's not like we pay once or we pay up front and we can just keep the data live in perpetuity. So at some point, we would come back to the Terra community and say, if you value this data, I hope it has an exceptionally high ROI for the Terra community, um, then we'd like to request an additional grant to keep it live um, and hopefully keep building it out too as more and more projects come online um, for Terra too. Understood. Yeah, thank you for the answers there. I, I want to ask a question in terms of, uh, I guess, for the, for the complexity of, of being able to allow for community access to this. Uh, I know that you guys are, I, I believe you guys are going to be partnering with Flipside Crypto to provide access to this, or is this going to exist in a separate uh, a separate window or a separate app of sorts, because I've, I've interacted with uh, Flipside's Velocity app. Uh, but is that the place where people will go to to interact with the data once it is live or is there a different location? That's a good question. Um, so the way, you know, again, kind of data infrastructure here, um, Metrics DAO works in its own uh, Snowflake, you know, warehouses and databases. Um, Flipside follows a similar infrastructure in Snowflake. So because of that, we're able to easily expose anything that we do in Snowflake uh, from Metrics DAO to Flipside. Um, we, it can also be exposed to anyone else with a Snowflake account. Um, so while we're in the curation phase, it's going to be a lot of Snowflake and a lot of uh, GitHub and working locally and, and pushing code up. But once the data is in a place that it can be shared and made available to end analysts, that can be made available to anyone with a Snowflake account um, or on Flipside Crypto. Okay, that's great to hear. And will this data uh, synergistically like work with the uh, with the SDK that Flipside has recently launched? Uh, if anyone is uh, isn't aware, but Flipside has developed like SDK access. It's called Shroom DK, and I'm super excited about it because I can't wait for the Python one because that's the only coding language that I actually relatively know. 
Um, I can't wait to interact with it, but it's programmatic access to the SQL tables. Will we have programmatic access to the Terra V2 here? Yes, yes. Any um, So again, this is like, maybe the TLDR is just a simple yes, uh, but anything that's made available in, in uh, Flipside would be accessible via the SDK. And since we can make this data available, uh, thanks to Snowflake Share, uh, it should be accessible. So uh, as Joseph mentioned, the, the Shroom DK allows anyone uh, to programmatically query the Flipside crypto databases and then to do anything they want with that data locally. That's awesome. I'm excited. Um, okay, is there anything you guys would like to share? Edwin, do you have any other questions? I think I've hit all, all of mine. Yeah, um, just last question in regard to the community, right? So again, this is coming out from the community fund from, from Terra. And so do you guys have any, um, any I guess, like proactive uh, events planned for the Terra community? Are you guys going to be doing your own data analytics to share um, a little bit of uh, the data curation experiments that we can do in, in uh, what you guys are providing. So just around community, do you guys have anything planned out in your roadmap for the Terra community? Um, I'll give you an honest answer, which is no, but what a great idea. Um, I would love to hear from yourself and anyone else in the Terra community, like what kind of events would be valuable to you? We, um, as you can tell, like we are a community oriented organization. We love working with the community. We're so open to doing things like this. Um, just give us a topic and we'll get our act together. Oh, okay. So if, the, if we're opening up the session to a brainstorming here, I would love to see some coaching here. <laughs> some coaching that like gives it a flavor of like focusing in, uh, focusing in on Terra V2, focusing in on the protocols, the D apps that are launching, how they're launching. Um, maybe even some kind of like tutorial guides on how to just create basic dashboards that monitor our favorite apps on the Terra V2 ecosystem. Um, so, stuff like that. I would absolutely love to do. Uh, like, I, I mean, I'm trying to learn as much as I can about SQL. And uh, like Edwin said earlier, it just gives you an edge as an investor in this space. Um, so yeah, basically in general, anything that helps me apply the knowledge to the protocols that I care about within Terra, that's incredible. And that's invaluable to me because I will have the drive to go through and learn the code because I'm going to be finding answers and finding information on things that I specifically really want to learn about. Okay, Joseph, I told you this this morning, but we've got to get you in that blockchain analytics class. And anybody else who's yes. feeling the same way that Joseph is right now, um, we've got to get you guys signed up because that's going to do exactly what Joseph described, like take you from staring at a SQL table to being able to do something with it. Um, and that's just so powerful in this space. Okay, that's that's thoroughly exciting. Um, I'm done with brainstorming on my end. Yeah, so, yeah, thank you. I, I think I've definitely learned uh, a lot more in regard to what you guys will be doing with the uh, community fund here. Um, yeah, like I said, we, we've definitely been supportive of uh, Flipside Crypto. And so um, you guys have a, a strong relationship with them. So um, I think that th this will be good for the community. Uh, one of my uh, team members, Tara Watcher, he uses uh, you know, all of the, the offerings uh, from Flipside. So he, I know he's excited uh, about this as well. Um, but yeah, I, I hope that, uh, you know, the community uh, supports you guys. Um, if they don't, then 
uh, I will be sad because we're giving them the opportunity to come up here and ask you guys questions, right? That's the, the reason we do these Twitter spaces and, um, and uh, you know, everybody is a bit scattered right now, still uh, trying to, I think, recover. But, uh, you know, I, I, what I like about crypto is the ability to pivot and experiment and uh, try new things. And so I'm, I'm happy to see you guys are pushing forward. And uh, hopefully the community comes in and supports you guys as well. But if it does go through, I would love to continue these conversations with with you guys, uh, you know, and checking in, seeing how um, the community fund has supported on, you guys on your mission. That sounds amazing. Maybe we'll subject ourselves to like some sequel pop quizzes to Edwin. We can see if we're actually making good on our, our promises to learn sequel here. <laughs> but absolutely love that sentiment. Um, we'd love to stay engaged. If we get any pop quizzes, I'm going to appreciate them because they're going to teach me, but I hope there's like no obligation to actually score well on these pop quizzes. Um, yeah, it's a pass-fail course. Oh, oh, no. Okay, so that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do want to ask uh, you guys, where, where do people go learn more? Uh, where, do, where should people go find out more about Metrics DAO, how to get involved? Uh, if anyone in the audience wants to come up and ask questions, this is the now, now the time to do it. Um, but yes, where do people go? Where should people engage with you? Um, and I guess, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, find us on our Discord. The link is in our Twitter profile um, and our Twitter is Metrics DAO. I'm speaking from it right now. Um, our website is at metricsdow.xyz. Um, we're around, like you'll see uh, Drake and I and Asui all in the um, Discord channel if you guys would like to chat. If you have any further questions, um, let us know. Okay, perfect. Um, I think we don't have any takers from the Terra community right now. Um, I don't think anyone is ready to take the quiz right now. It's rather unfortunate, but, um, oh, we have Mojo requesting. Thank you so much, Mojo, for joining. I'm going to get you up in here. Hey, Mojo, thank you for joining. Yeah, yeah. Well, the uh, I guess this is for the Metrics DAO. Uh, I was interested in the course a little bit, and I was just going through the outline. So it seems like it's mostly centered, at least this course, around uh, SQL and maybe you kind of use examples of how SQL can be used from on-chain data. Is that right? Exactly. It's the application or the intersection of um, analytic skills. So concentrating on SQL for this one and how they're applied to crypto data sets. Great. Okay. And I didn't see, is there a cost to it or is it part of the DAO? I didn't see that. No. It's a hundred percent. I keep telling people this. They're all like, how do I pay or where do I sign up? And I'm just like, anybody can join and it's totally free. Um, you actually just join by signing up for the event in our Discord. Awesome. Yeah, I, uh, I like the format. I think it's great that you guys are doing uh, live sessions, but also give the flexibility to record the content, do it later. And um, yeah, I get help from other folks. So I'll probably be signing up. Um, looking forward to, to joining. Amazing. Looking forward to having you with us. Um, and yeah, we, I mean, our discord is full of really smart, active analysts. So feel free to drop a question in any channel. Uh, you'll usually find someone that can help you out. Um, and you might hear from me as well, or I'll point someone towards you. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks guys. Thank you, Mojo. That was incredible. I'm so excited. We got another request here. Yeah. Another one. Hey everyone, my name is Vishal. I'm I'm actually a 
faculty at a business school and I'm using uh, Flipside as a platform for an analytics course. And um, I was wondering uh, in terms of, you know, does uh, Flipside have some kind of a roadmap on when the metadata for, you know, your tables get stabilized uh, or is that sort of keep going to keep changing over time or any insight into that? Yeah, I do want to be clear that we're a separate organization. We were incubated by Flipside, but um, it's a separate organization. And unfortunately, I don't have insight into the Flipside roadmap. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Vishal. Do you have any questions for the, the metrics DAO proposal or uh, anything that they do? Uh, no, I've, I've been following. I'm in the Discord, so um, I keep encouraging my students to sign up for the upcoming course as well. Perfect. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be signing up for the course myself. I'm the one in charge of piloting the streaming environment. So okay. I get a front row seat to the actual action there. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to thank everyone for joining this Twitter space. Uh, this has been incredible. If anyone else has any questions in the audience, please feel free to join. Um, but yes, if anyone is interested in this data blockchain analytics course, it will be given August 1st at 4 p.m. Eastern time. It is completely free. Um, and for any Terra lunatic in this bear market, I absolutely recommend that this is the best time to pick up different skills. Um, here am I, who literally just got into the crypto industry by making YouTube videos and making weekly Terra roundups. Uh, I'm taking the advantage of this little dead period of not having to doom scroll Twitter all the time to actually learn how to code uh, and actually imply some of that Python knowledge that I got and actually learn SQL. Um, so I think that there's a huge opportunity here for any any kind of investor in this space. If you're passively DCAing here, obviously no financial advice. But here at Bytes Digital, we care about the people who actually watch our content. Um, we do not want you guys to just completely ape into whatever we are covering or talking about. Do the on-chain analysis yourself. Go learn, research. Uh, and I think that Metrics DAO is greatly aligned with that, um, with that focus as an organization. Uh, so definitely recommend and encourage anyone else to go check out Metrics DAO, attend that course, um, and engage with their proposal. I, I hope that the proposal goes through. I know Bytes Digital, as a validator, will be voting yes on this. Um, don't know. I don't know Edwin's reaction to this. I, I believe Edwin is a, a complete no from from this today's Twitter space. <laughs> yeah, we already expressed uh, on uh, Twitter that we will be voting yes as well. Oh, that's great. Okay, beautiful. Thank you, thank you, Orb Orbital Command for co-hosting this space. Um, we should definitely look into hosting more spaces about these validator discussions and proposals and grants and stuff, uh, because I think people need to be reminded that. When it comes to the Terra chain and when it comes to a lot of Web3 things, it takes time to build. It takes time to have discussions and it's not all that it's not all that like fast and flashy. Um, and so I, I think that having these spaces and opening up the forum for discussion for the governance props will just be a nice way to highlight actual groups in the community building. Yeah, I'm, I'm completely with you. Uh, I think especially right now that people are still... Um, not around as much, uh, this would be a good opportunity to try and bring them back with some of these conversations and uh, try to get them involved as much as we can, because this is super important. And uh, the way that it looks right now, uh, you know, there's a lot more community opportunity to get involved. It's not so centralized as it was in Terra Classic. It looks like, you know, there's the, the delegation is spread out a little bit more uh, in uh, Terra 2. So, I'm with you okay. on continuing to do these. 
Okay, bet. And then we will definitely uh, circle back on that. I want to thank you for joining. Um, all right. Thank you, everyone. I hope you had a great little Twitter space session here. Uh, have a great weekend. Take care. If you guys want to check out any of the content, I know Orbital Command has got a YouTube channel that they're kicking back up, and they are doing focused content. And I know, I know a lot of the people are upset with us for taking a cross-chain focus. Um, but if you're interested in Terra-focused content, I, cannot thoroughly I can thoroughly recommend the Orbital Command team. Uh, Edwin is a very, very kind pal of mine and a great content creator. And I can't wait to see what Orbital Command's YouTube channel can really do with Terra V2. Um, and they're the only ones that I'm aware of that's consistently covering Terra V2 only. Um, so thank you so much, Edwin, for keeping the chain alive and keeping all that content flowing. And if you guys are interested in, uh, in Bytes Digital content, please head on over our YouTube channel. Um, yesterday, we had a great little live stream where we revealed some uh, real-time news about Fat Man Terra. Fat Man Terra has, uh, Fat Man Terra's identity has been revealed. Um, and if you guys want to catch that exclusive breaking uh, news bit, uh, it's, it's incredible stuff. It's really incredible. It's shocking footage. You have to check it out. Um, Fat Man Terra is a known, known individual. And so if you need compensation uh, for all the money that you lost in the Terra V2 crash or the Terra V1 crash, please at Fat Man Terra. Fat Man Terra has found the missing Luna Bitcoin. Um, so definitely go check it out. But Fat Man Terra, he has it all. He has found it. He even has inside resources to identify where it is all located. It is in some Egyptian pyramid. Please check it out. Um, with that, everyone take care. Have a great weekend. Take care, everyone. Thanks, y'all. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the Bytes Digital Group and Orbital Command hosting Metrics DAO for an AMA about data curation and Terra 2, recorded on Friday, July 22nd, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Put your hands up like you got a couple questions. Ain't no misdirection, just a bunch of flexing. All aggressive, insane from all directions. Smoke blows in when I start a session. Blink canvas, blaze up the handlers. Rocking back and forth like I got the van stuck. Don't grind the clutch, mind your hush. Put your mask on and don't touch the antlers. Feeling untouchable when I'm on the verse. But in the universe, I'm just writing some words. Enticing these nerds while I'm laying out my memoirs. Like, remember when I had to fight the centaur? I'm a book nerd, let me take you on the journey Lost in the labyrinth, searching out the lost fern For certain, got the taxes included Acting like a writer, never felt secluded Just another fixed game of try my luck Go lighten up dog. it could always be worse Unless you're in the back of a hearse Then you're dead, or putting in new speakers It's a toss up, driver, or just tweakers Don't stress yo, I've done the research Living life like a bunch of fucking lemurs It's a remake, off the cutting floor we take A little bit of poison and put it in the cheesecake Tastes great, less filling, less stress, more killing As he blew the cornerstone out the building And the blocks came tumbling down all humble Feels like we're drowning in a little puddle Rebuttal, I should be taking off in the shuttle Getting high in space with the Hubble
Tim Spaces.